Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast, This Teenage Life with Sachin. I'm your host, Sachin, and you've made it to the year in review episode. So, it's one year exactly since our first release of our episodes. And I'd like to share some favorite moments since the start of the podcast and enjoy. So, to begin our episode today... Here's the first episode, a bit of a snapshot. Welcome to the first episode of this Teen Life with Sachin. I am your host, Sachin, and today on the show, this is our first episode. So I just want to say thank you to all the people that I've interviewed so far on Instagram. Uh, It's been a pleasure being able to start the first episode with you. So this podcast is basically about like teenager lives, like about what their experiences are, stories, and just, uh, just more about like what teenagers are going through and some of the good things about being a teenager. So, also, Maxime says that um, the bad, the worst thing about being a teen is that you have to work on things that you don't necessarily want to do. And this is an awesome answer. It's because sometimes you want to do, like, maybe you want to go play and stuff. You Like, you're, a kid, you're teens, you know? Like, you want to go do some stuff, you know? Like, maybe hang out with some friends or do some video games. And, but you have to work, you know, you have to work on your math project, you have to do your, uh, you have to do your science, or you want to, you have to go with, with your family to, like, uh, an event or something, and sometimes you just don't want to do those things, but you gotta face adversity, and I think what Maxine means by this is that you gotta, like, you gotta put your time and effort, and you gotta, like, go through these hard things, and to be able to just live up to your to what you want to be because you can't just live you can't live your dream life you gotta live your dream reality so i really like what mac team said Alrighty then so let's skip forward a few episodes and let's go to episode eight Michael, I'm also wondering, what do you find hard about being a teenager? You know, the the social contact, talking to people is hard. You know, you know, being around people socially is is really hard because I'm 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 really introverted. Yeah. And, you know, just being out here today was extremely stressful for me. And well, I'm thankful you you came out. You know, I'm so I'm actually very happy you did. I'm saying thank you so much. No problem, man. I I really would love to support this podcast. It's one of my favorites out there. But I'd also like to add this is a nonprofit, so Yeah, I understand. I don't need I don't want I don't want money. Okay, that's cool. Lastly, I just want to ask you, like, what's the why did you want to be on the podcast? Um just because, you know, like I think 
it's as I said before, it's one of my favorites out there. And you know, talking to you and and, uh, and being here out here was really informative. It was really, it was really, it was really enlight. It really enlightened, you know, me. Thank you so much. It's it's just an honor being here. It's this is this has been a great opportunity. I'm glad I didn't chicken out like I do with most of my things. Well, I'm glad you didn't either. So, like, do you think that this interview has will help you a more of a better person, like in the in the future? Yes, it will. You know, uh, I'm getting more and more confidence as this podcast goes on, and I'm really happy of how I did this. You know, usually I don't talk to people; I stay in my room. But after listening to your podcast, and I just really wanted to be here. I think it's really helped me. Thank you so much, and I'm so glad I oh, it's helped you helped you and i and that is it so thank you so much michael for coming into uh taking your time out of your life to be on this teenage life and thank you so much i really appreciate it thank you for having me sachin this has been a really good opportunity and uh I i love being here on this teenage life stay tuned for the next episode If you're listening to this, Michael, thank you once again, and congratulations for being one of the first co-hosts on This Teenage Life with Sachin. So now, we move to the ninth episode, right now. Welcome to episode nine. I'm your host, Sachin, and today on the show, we have two guests, Ayan and Ramla on the show. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no problem. So, how does it feel to be on the show? Um, it feels good. <laughs> Personally, I'm yeah. really excited to have a female point of view on the show. That's yeah. awesome. So, I have heard that you've been listening to the episode of the past of This Teenage Life. So, what did you think about those episodes? I thought it was interesting. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed listening to what people had to say on certain topics, especially from a teenage point of view. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, today, all the older people out in the community were happy. I, a teen, was still living life and exercising, even with the pandemic. Everyone was smiling at me because they were happy that at least one teen wasn't wasting their time. So basically, it just shows how we can still live life even with a pandemic, but just some things are like being having to be changed and stuff. And doesn't mean that we can't stop living life. What's your opinions on that? Okay, so I think that I agree with him that he shouldn't start living life just because of the pandemic. But also, I think the government is doing their best and trying to keep everyone safe because it is it can spread very easily. Yeah. Right. People are being really extra about the need to stay inside because going out and talking to people that you know don't have corona, like you're not going to get it. And I agree with him that he should just like go outside, do his run. Okay, what's your message to teenagers about the situation? What do you want to, them to know from your point of view? Um, I think that they should know that, you know, try to stay safe, limit your time outside as much as possible, but also don't just, don't stop living life and still have fun. Yeah. But also, it's better to forgive and move on than to, I mean, it, it's your own situation, but... For my advice, or as a teen, as teenagers as a whole, we sometimes we get carried on what's happened in the past, 
and then sometimes we just need to move on and just we don't have to like people and be friends or best buddies but we kind of need to respect people and you know like and sometimes it's forgiving people even when we don't want to forgive them so okay also any last thoughts or how can we as teenagers uh, about stuff maybe a bit like some of the stuff we talked about how can we move forward as teenagers what can what is your advice uh to teenagers and anyone listening about what we should do uh moving forward a lot of the topics we've talked about the biggest thing is awareness we should be aware about all these things the coronavirus we should be aware about we should be aware about how it's unacceptable to comment these derogatory things under women's posts we should be aware about not saying the n-word so a lot of things is just about informing people and yeah. that's why i like your podcast because we get a platform to inform students <laughs> yes it's about awareness Yeah. Uh, you need to react appropriately. You don't need to buy 200 rolls of toilet paper. You need to comment on these women's posts. You don't need to say the N word. You don't need to be yeah. your friends. You can control how you act. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so any last uh, feedback that you want to tell listeners about Follow the podcast? Follow me on Instagram. It's just Ram with two M's. <laughs> okay. Alright, so. Uh, so, um, thank you so much for coming on the episode, This Teenage Life, and it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Okay, that was Ayan and Ramla on the show. So, thank you to everyone for all the support lately on my podcast, This Teenage Life. Uh, you can you can share this with, with your friends, your family, because this is really the my in my opinion because it's my podcast. It's a bed podcast in the world. So yeah, see you next time on the podcast. This teenage life. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I was your host Sachin, joined by Ramla and Ayan. See you next time on episode ten. Well, thank you very much, Anne and Ramla, for coming on the show. So, let's get to episode 10 for a quick message that still is important today. Welcome to the podcast, episode 10. I am your host, Sachin. And on today's episode, we will be talking about how the coronavirus is affecting teenagers emotionally. Firstly, I want to give a big thank you for all the supportive messages lately. We have just passed 700 downloads in the first 52 days. And officially, we have listeners from all continents of the world, with the addition of two downloads, one each in South Africa and Morocco. Thank you, everyone. It means a lot to me to know that you are behind me and got my back and you care about this podcast and me. So the question I asked people for this episode is, what are you doing to keep busy while keeping a social distance? What do you think as teenagers makes social distancing hard? What made the benefits, short-term and long-term effects of social distancing during the times of COVID-19 be? How has the pandemic affected you and or your family? What are your thoughts and emotions you are going through? Are you worried about what this pending pandemic 
could mean for your academic future? That was my question, and my first response that I got was from, let's call her Jessica. Jessica responded to me, and she said, quote, For social distancing, my family and I have done a couple of jigsaw puzzles, and I've gone for walks around the neighborhood. These times provide us with an opportunity to be more productive and do things we usually don't have the time and commitment to do due to schoolwork. The hardest part about social distancing is boredom. I'm sure a lot of teenagers, and not just me, have found that during this time, boredom is one of the biggest issues. As teenagers, we are used to having schoolwork and stuff to work on every night. Personally, I am usually stressing a lot, but without school, we don't have as many things to do. And most people don't know what to do because you aren't supposed to go out or hang out with friends or do anything of that sort. The benefits would probably be our overall health and safety from catching viruses by social distancing from other people. This will reduce chances of getting COVID-19 and other illnesses. For my family, it has affected my stepmother because she is an education assistant. So she is home with me and has nothing to do. My father already works from home, so the only difference for him is that he is not traveling and my mom was forced to work from home to avoid the spread of it. We will have to see about how much more of an impact it will have on our relationships being so close together for so long. I'm worried for school, but also battling with boredom. Attempting to keep teenagers busy can be difficult when you're so used to having schoolwork. I've also been hoping to get into some kind of workout and get a bit of fresh air. I'm worried about how it could affect my academic future because I have some tough academic subjects this semester that I will have to likely relearn some stuff next year to catch up with people who had it in the first semester because we are missing school. Fingers crossed that it doesn't impact it too much." Unquotes. That was Jessica's response. This is a good response because it's true and we can understand the emotions Jessica is feeling. It's a bit more clear now how Jessica is dealing with her emotions. The thing that I can relate the most with what Jessica mentioned was how it's really confusing for teenagers to get used to a different schedule and especially one that we don't know how long it will be for. The elimination of a normal schedule affects all people in some sort of way. As teenagers, we may not know what to do each day because we are used to going to school to do work, have lunch, do more work again, go home, and do more work again. Personally, for me, I rarely have free time at the end of the day and a long day. But now we teenagers are given all this free time and we may not genuinely know how to make the most of it and stay safe at the same time. It is confusing for teenagers because it's a scenario we teenagers haven't been in. In other words of baseball, we have been given a curveball we are unfamiliar with, what a curveball looks like, and how to prepare for it. Obviously, I want to show my grateful support for all medical professionals, scientists, and on behalf of the Teenage Life Society, I want to thank you for working so hard. In times like this, we can by accidentally focus on our own and our own family's safety and forget about the people on the front lines. They are doing more than their jobs. They are heroes while risking their own and family's lives. They are helping to save people. 
that are helping us to be safe. The best we can do for them is to stay home and social distance and also listen to medical health professionals. I will never forget them. They're always going to be on my back of my mind. Me, my mom, and my grandma are safe right now. My thanks are go all out to everyone, no matter what type of or house big or small of a scientist or medical professional you are because you are on my mind and a lot of other people's minds. I salute you. Thank you. So I just wanted to end this episode on a high note by thanking everyone because you are not forgotten by me and others. My heart goes out to all the people who've lost loved ones. Thank you to all the health staff on the front line, especially because you are risking your lives. Thank you to the people I forgot to mention. Now, let me take it to episode 11 on Distinguished Life with Sachin, Teenagers Misportrayed in the Media. Welcome to that podcast, This Teenage Life with Sachin, episode 1 of season 2, total is our 11th episode, whether or not teenagers are misportrayed in the media, and I find this topic really interesting because, say for example, when I've been sitting down with my family, uh, watching some TV and stuff like some Netflix or whatever, uh, I'm like, whenever there's teenagers in there, I'm like, they're way too old to be actual teenagers, of course, because they're actors. But I'm like, well, no one does that. No one, no teenagers do that that often. Like, that's just weird. Or like, that's like, yeah, like, really, really cringy. Like, like I don't know. Like, it just feels like it's so much, like, acting and stuff that it just doesn't portray teenagers, like, in the way teenagers are. And that might hurt some teenagers but also we gotta remember that it's entertainment and also like everything you see on tv doesn't really mean it's real and there's all these other stuff that we also need to remember when we're seeing tv that there's just you know like it might be incorrect or slightly not to be exact so here's here we go a lot one more last one for, before our other sources a story about a teen will attract attention on the front page. If he gets in a car crash or commits a felony, however, if a teen does hundreds of hours of community service in a single year, it rarely gets published. If by some fluke it does get published, it is on the back page of the mail section. Michael Martin, 16. So quotes, When I recently turned 16, I suddenly realized that being a teenager was not what I ex- had expected. I had imagined being 16 as heaven that I would infinitely cool and happy. I thought I would be grown up, intelligent, intelligent and well accustomed by dating to, to dating. However, I found that although I can recognize many ways that I have to improve myself since I was younger, I still have a long way to go. And that being a teenager is not exactly what it is portrayed 
as in reality. Being a teenager, specifically in high school, is complicated and polar. Other days can be easy. One day is completely different from the next. In terms of moods, the social aspect of school is not nearly as warlike as it is shown in the media, and homework takes up much more time than movie directors believe it does. I found that stereotypes are also present in the news. Sometimes, and okay, something that is supposed to communicate reality, and of course. An accurate physical representation of teenagers has always been absent, since teenagers are not adults, but are portrayed by them. Although it may not seem like a significant problem, this accuracy-lacking media portrayal of high school life misleads and misinforms younger audiences who have not experienced teenage years for themselves, as well as alters adults' views on teenagers and teenagers themselves. And here is an, an interesting one. It make it, it okay quotes. It make it seems that they have groups in which everyone has to fit. But I fit into many groups, and I can handle it very well. Unquote. Sophomore Sophie Maxson said. Okay, popular shows among younger audiences include Thirteen Reasons Why and Riverdale. The actors whose characters are in high school are actually in their twenties. Sometimes. Almost their thirties. Bullying, drugs, sex, and violence are escalated intensely. Characters are flat, stereotypical, and are conventionally and perfectly attractive. I think quotes. I think that those shows some shows are something that middle schoolers look to for information about high school. Unquote. Junior Simone Hill said. Junior Anaka Wemstead. Evan said, quotes, I wish that I could see more representation of the LGBT community. Quote. Here's the last paragraph. Media has, has a greater impact on us than we are aware of it. It has the power to define entire groups of people and entire standards of beauty and van- validity in society. We look to it for advice on our appearances and our actions without realizing it, and as we are constantly exposed to its influence, and that, and this is not going to change, but the in- media itself can change. A as high okay as Hollywood grows more diverse and more members of Gen Z. Begin to enter the workforce. Representation has and will become more accurate, and this is a much-needed change. We have grown-ups. Grow, we have grown up in a dynamic world. We deserve accurate influence from it to help guide us. You know, it's just—it's really, 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 uh, like it's—it's it's just a big topic and a big subject that is not going to be fixed right away. But the more we do to help, it, the better. So that is the end of the podcast. This teenage life with Sachin. I was your host, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode because this is an episode that、uh, the first episode in the last eight weeks. So yes, it's been a while, and I'm so happy to be back on the mic. 
it's it's really it's really important for my well-being uh to be able to talk to people to be able to do podcasting and stuff and like i've noticed uh, in the wild like I, I i don't know like i feel a bit like uh a bit sad like i wasn't podcasting recently and stuff and i'm like i want to change that i want to get back on this mic i want to get back on this on this ride you know like so I, I really hope you enjoy this episode like it just means a lot to keep on podcasting and by the way i we've just hit 1010 listen downloads i mean and it's been a it's been an awesome ride so far and i can't wait to keep going so thank you for listening i was your host sachin check out soon for the ne- for next uh, for the last episode which was the intro of season two Go listen to that and stay tuned for next episode of This Teenage Life with Sachin. Peace out, everyone. Next episode we are going to take a visit to is the Fortnite plan about playing for 24 hours. podcast this change like with Satch in episode 12 so what i want to do i want to be able to make uh i want to what, what what is my goal what is my goal what, right here so this is my um my uh science uh what do i want to do like it's just for my own spare time and something that i've been wanting to do lately or i've been brainstorming is basically just uh, doing a 24-hour uh, challenge where I play Fortnite for 24 hours, which is really, really insane. Because usually I play three hours and three minutes each uh, each day on average, and two hours mainly on the on the weekdays. But whatever. But like, what I'm saying is that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take it to a science approach because that's the only way I could actually be able to play for 24 hours straight. And if I'm going to do that, i got to make a good plan. What I'm going to look for, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to do a lot of research. I'm going to want to do all this stuff. I want to uh, I want maybe put some things I'm going to look for, some things I want to be uh, something just being more of a curious way. Maybe more of a what am I feel when I do 24 hours. More of just that stuff. Yeah, so I'd be basically what we do. Is I'd like make a, maybe like a form. What am I gonna notice? I'm gonna maybe I can put like how much water I drink uh, throughout the 24 hours before, what I eat before, what I do before the 24 hours, and then. While I'm doing the 24 hours, and then what I do after the 24 hours, because, because then we see that we we see that we can see like what I'm gonna be doing like starting like previous to week, so I can maybe measure how my way I'm feeling a week before uh, I do this test, and then and then the, and then the day of uh, doing the 24 hours, and then maybe the week after I throughout all that week I write down what I drink, how I feel, 
maybe like do I play with friends? Do I not play with friends? What mode am I playing with? Am I talking to myself? <sighs> maybe I'm gonna research what do I feel? Why well, when I'm playing 24 hours Fortnite? Like usually people just do the challenge, but what am I gonna do to ensure that I can my goal is to be able to feel what some people who let's call them addicts even though they're people but like but like what do they feel because we can always assume of what they feel by looking at the research but what i'm going to try to do is i'm going to try to take so take myself person who plays three hours a day and on weekends and two hours a day i don't know i don't even want to go there uh but like basically saying that there's never i've never played less than i've never played more than five hours each day no more than that on weekends no more than three hours on weekdays but what i'm gonna try try i'm gonna put myself into the people who what they feel i'm gonna do my research i'm gonna do what i want to do is basically by just like playing like how do they feel like also before the challenge and and after the challenge to see like if i can put myself in their shoes to see you know like instead of being all assumptive about what they feel i can actually feel what they feel so that's really why i want to do this i want to do this to get a point of view i want to learn something i want to experience what uh, something instead of just doing my research but i want to know how they feel I want to know how they feel because people feel like this and they and they people struggle with gaming addiction and this is why I want to do it. I am such and I want to learn something about gaming addiction. I want to learn this because I want to be able to help myself learn something that I by even doing it in a scientifically way and hopefully in a safe way that I can be able because we can't we all remember that gaming addiction is one of the most uh, one struggle one at least one of the big struggles that many kids and and even even over time younger kids like closest to ages of six and seven struggle with gaming addiction i wanted to show stats to my mother about how gaming addiction was bad and that i wasn't as bad as them like even though that's it she's like i was their own kid so like she only cares about me what i do and i should only care what i do not about what other people do and that's still hard for me like it, it's like like i always want to play more time but also i need to remember that people have less than me so that is what i want to do i am sachin i want to learn something i hope we all can learn something out of this and i can't wait for this to happen this was the episode 12 second episode of season two podcast this teenage life with sachin Next up, let's go to the results. Welcome to the podcast, This Teenage Life with Sachin. I am your host, Sachin, and this is episode 13 of the podcast. Bear with me, I'm tired, though. 
our last episode was about me introducing the idea of me wanting to play 24 hours of Fortnite, uh, just to, as a, like, an experiment to see what happens, just, like, uh, based off of the long-term and, and short-term effects of, uh, video game addiction, like, about, especially for, as teenagers, uh, and during these times, uh, like, quarantine and stuff, like, we, we, we feel isolated and stuff, and, like, video games can, you can still chat and stuff, you can still play, it, it's, it's an escape, so, uh, if you want to check that episode out, uh, uh, last episode, episode 12 of the podcast, uh, where I introduced my idea, then you can go listen to that one, so, so today, uh, today's episode is basically, uh, and it's an exciting one, so I finished my 24 hours of Fortnite earlier today, and I did it in a way that I did an, a pre-lab, like a write-up, and a, and, and I made sure I had a schedule of what I would be doing in that 24 hours. Always tried to be correct. So the thing is, is that I chose Fortnite because it's my favorite game, but also because Fortnite actually is known. They've been taken to court a lot of times, and and one particular court, uh, uh, taken to court uh, was about how they were actually taken to court because a Montreal couple were actually argued that Fortnite Battle Royale was made specifically made to made to as addictive as possible and the Fortnite Epic Games did not tell make a warning saying that Fortnite was addictive you know like how there's cannabis and there's like like drugs and alcohol and stuff like there they have warnings on packages right so why not Fortnite why not Fortnite that's the thing well that was that's what they were they argued uh in the court like court and stuff so and it's 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 a valid uh it's valid you know like it's it's true you know like like gaming we we see uh over time like gaming the world health organization actually recently just declared video gaming as a a disease the the effects of sustained gaming housewives are eye-opening my goal as a teenager and that makes podcasts and gives information why i want to do this so i love fortnite and I know a lot of people online that are up until 2 a.m. playing the game. I'm a decent player at the game. Although, I play on average 3 hours per day because of my mom limits. I know how to handle and keep my mind in the real world. But what happens if I were to play for 24 hours straight? Except for small 5-10 minute breaks and to eat. And each, each every 2 hours to write down my results of how I'm feeling. After 2 o'clock, I literally just shut down. I, at 4 o'clock, I was playing at, I was like, I was at like an 8 and 8, which just means super energetic. But at, at like 4, I was going downhill. I was like so tired. Like, I, I like, I didn't even have fun anymore. Like, I felt like I wanted to go to sleep, but like, I didn't want to and stuff. I was playing with people, uh, and... This is the main thing. So we talk about addictiveness and stuff. I'm I'm only I don't even talk about like the actual science part of it. Honestly, like kind of feel like I let my science people out there a bit down with this one. But 
the thing is, is that I was talking to people, I was actually asking questions to people who actually were playing, like the kids and stuff, like teenagers. Like, why were they up? What was keeping them from not going to sleep? What was making them want to play? And, and, I, and I asked them, is it just because you're addictive? Addicted, or is it, like, are you stressed or anything? Are you, like, is something bothering you? And that you think that playing right now will help you cope with it. And that was what many people said. You know, like, the thing is, when we talk about addictiveness, addictive, like, gaming, like, people who play a lot, like, you know, it kind of changed my aspect. It kind of, kind of, like, changed the way I looked at people before. I would look at people, like, uh, saying, oh, they're, like, just addictive. They don't know, like... Oh, probably their parents don't even know how to like put time restriction on they don't know what, how to be like really good parents like put strict laws man kind of frustrated my mom does, isn't like those people who like like that's why I say I don't mean it but like my mom wouldn't be like hard on me she'd be hard on me you know like saying hey I can't play all day or whatever like my friends online even though you know like I the thing is is that it's not just because they're addictive. There's things that are bothering people, you know? Like, there's bothering. And I know gaming is probably not the best way to cope with them. But, you know, like, people are struggling, you know? Like, people are struggling, especially at this time of year and, like, this time in history right now. Like, you know, like, people are struggling. And I think just gaming is something that just helps people. And it might not be the best thing. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they should be gaming and stuff I think they should be like but I don't even know what they're dealing with so I can't really assume or anything I didn't ask I didn't want to know I'm just saying that like people are people are going some stuff you know and the thing is is that why I bring it up it's it's important to know like we can actually be stereotypical sometimes you know like I I wrote I don't know if I did the podcast or like an episode on stereotype or anything I think I was about to but I did something else. I think it was the biasness, bias news, uh, episode six, that I instead did. So, but like, the thing is that sometimes we can be stereotypical. We can think that someone's just an addict and stuff. Like the same, you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, go to someone who go and say something to someone who's a smoking smoke addict or like drug addict you wouldn't say that hey this is all your fault like everything that you why you're doing all this your life is messed up just because it's your fault no it's not all it's not you don't say that to homeless people uh, that because they're homeless it's all their fault no it's not their fault it's because they're struggling but they they need help you know they need help and and you know like and it's like like gamers like right now like like sometimes like people who are up at like all like literally all night you know like they're struggling this is not easy we think oh just take away the xbox or turn off your game well you know like it's it's hard you know because it's an escape you know you don't know where you like i mean you know where you are obviously and stuff but it's 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 the last thing that I need to talk to you about is what we can learn from this. Like, what can I, what have I learned from this experience? Well, what I've learned from this experience is that no matter how much or time you play or how much um, struggles you have, if you play games, like when you play video games, like you, you, you feel like you're someone else, you know, you feel like, because when you're online, no one knows about anything about you, no one knows who you are, you don't know anything about them, so it's like a clean start, you know, like, 
But the thing is that when I look at people who stream and stuff, I see. I mean, I won't judge or anything. I'm just saying that like people who stream, like they feel like there's people. They they feel like they people got their back. That might be the case, but they're just people hiding behind the screen. You know, like it just appall. It makes me really, really curious about what really goes on in brains you know like like the, when people think that there's people behind you they got your back when they really they're hiding behind the screen hey guys so it's me back in the now in the present time right now and so you just finished listening to some of the memorable moments of the first year of this teenage life with action podcast and we just finished up with the Fortnite episode and I did have to make it a bit long just to give some context so it would make sense. So thank you for listening to the first of the second part first part of the second part series of the year in review. So please thank you for listening to this one and check out the next part. Thank you very much. And this was this teenage life with Sachin.